Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. How they currently do their work and how things could be improved um, by using some of the modern applications. And then once you've done that and, and reached that base point where you can see a return on the investment, the next question you have to ask yourself is, okay, so what do I need to do now to uh, make the solution secure and compliant? Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher. I'm the editor of the GRC Professional Magazine. And today I have Paul Bristow, um, who is the business manager of Microsoft Solutions at Taz. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Yeah, hi, Kwame. How are you? Uh, so just for the benefit of our listeners, letting everybody know that this is actually a sponsored podcast with Taz talking about the modern workplace. And I guess we can just jump straight into the questions from there. What is the modern workplace? And I guess what were you, what kind of sol- problems are you trying to solve for? Yeah. What is the modern workplace? Good question. So, um, the modern workplace really, um, revolves around uh, workers being able to be more empowered uh, to better perform their work um, with more modern applications. So, you know, traditionally companies have uh, have, uh, given employees things like Word, PowerPoint, Excel on a computer. And really, um, that's what they've had to contend with to do their work for, for quite some time now. And with modern workplace, um, companies like Microsoft have now uh, brought together lots of other products um, that uh, empower employees to be able to do more with different kinds of applications. And, you know, uh, if I think about things, you know, products like Power BI, which is an analytics tool that runs on the desktop for employees. people are able to now make more informed decisions because they've got uh, data more readily at their hands that they can make inquiries of. So, you know, they can look at graphical representations of data, ask what if scenarios, and it, and it gives them the ability to, you know, to make more informed decisions. Um, you know, you look at t- uh, products like Teams, uh, you know, people get to do their work all in one place in a, in a kind of a team's workspace. So they wouldn't dive out to open PowerPoint or dive out to open Excel. They open it from within that workspace and are able to share it with colleagues, uh, have conference calls with colleagues while we're all looking at the same thing uh, to discuss things. So, so really, um, you know, it's, it's uh, in, to empower the workforce, but at the same time, um, it gives organizations the ability to really boost personal productivity. So that, that, in a nutshell, really is the modern workplace. And I guess it's very timely considering people in sort of a lockdown situation and organizations probably being concerned about productivity, um, but also being concerned about, I mean, compliance and security at the same time. And one of the things I noticed um, from the ebook um, that you published is that one of the th- issues you looked at was compliance was, was an element that was a bet embedded along with the business solution. So I, I guess, why was this integration important in the design? Well, I think, you know, generically, um, the minute you give people more uh, freedom and, uh, you know, more empowerment to make decisions and, and to, uh, and to do things, um, it comes with a, a responsibility to, um, to, you know, to, to make sure that that's still done in a secure manner and a compliant manner. 
uh, regardless of, of any industry. Um, but for, for TAS in particular, I mean, we, you know, we operate in the financial services industry where our clients are governed by, uh, by APRA or ASIC. And therefore, you know, I mean, it was, uh, it was a must have for us. It was something that was, wasn't even an option. We just, when we built the solution, it had to be made uh, secure and compliant. Um, but at the same time, putting that security and compliance in also meant we had to strike a balance. So we didn't want to restrict this empowerment and productivity, pr productive capability we've given people by now suddenly taking it all away with security and compliance. So, um, you know, there was a balance to be struck there. And, um, you know, that's, uh, I, I, you know, I guess it's, it's different for all organizations, um, but certainly for uh, financial organizations, it was a key consideration. Right. Um, so I'm just wondering if I could sort of get a bit more, um, just when you say security and compliance, and obviously you've mentioned APRA and ASIC and talking about the financial institutions, mm. um, what exactly do you mean by it? Are we talking about complying to specific uh, regulations? Are we also talking about maybe complying with privacy, the Australian privacy principles? So what are we talking about there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I mean, um, we've got the uh, mandatory breach notification in Australia, um, whereby if, you, if you've had a breach, then you, you have to declare it. Um, I guess the real question is, is how do you find out if you've had a breach? Um, you know, there was some statistics published some time ago that the, uh, the average organization that gets hacked, the hackers are in there for around about 200 days before they leave. And uh, the nature of these people are, is that uh, they always tidy up when they leave. So sometimes you don't even know they've been there. So, you know, I mean, um, it, when we talk about compliance, uh, we talk about compliance in an infosec sense, but there are many other things to do with compliance, uh, you know, such as policy, um, you know, uh, usage policy for websites, um, you know, uh, policy regarding uh, breach notifications. All of these things play into this uh, security and compliance story. So, you know, if you're going to have compliance, then how do you know you are compliant? If you're going to have security, how do you know that the security is at the level that you expect it to be at? So there's this constant need to, uh, to monitor and uh, keep up to date. And uh, those tools are built into this solution. Yeah, those are some really good points. So moving on from that, uh, one of the things I also noticed um, from the material that you have in the modern workplace is that it's a it's an end-to-end -end solution. And that's interesting because I guess when the reg techs were sort of bursting onto the scene a couple of years ago, there was some concern from some major organizations that they would be sort of implementing a piecemeal sort of solution and having many different people plugged into their system at the same time. So everybody was kind of going, well, where can I get that just full end-to-end -end solution? Um, so moving on from there, um, how have you been able to create this end-to-end -end solution and how can you be sure that organizations understand what, how they can use the services to tailor it to their business? Mm, sure, sure. Um, well, you know, I mean, I guess, um, it, again, you know, I'll take uh, the Microsoft product line as, a, as an example. Um, their modern workplace is all based around a particular product set, uh, and that product set is called M365. 
And there are, in fact, um, for business, probably four variations of that product. And they all come packaged with different kinds of uh, applications and uh, different kinds of uh, security and compliance uh, tools. So it's a question really of uh, working with an organization. Um, first of all, finding out how they currently do their work and how things could be improved um, by using some of the modern applications. And then once you've done that and, and reached that base point where you can see a return on the investment, the next question you have to ask yourself is, okay, so what do I need to do now to uh, make the solution secure and compliant? Uh, so what things will I need to switch on? So, you know, um, do I need multi-factor authentication um, if people are going to work from home? Um, do I need uh, conditional access? So in other words, you know, you're, you're about to access company applications, uh, but do you want to set some conditions before the person can access? So in other words, it needs to be the right identity um, on the right device and in the right place. Um, and if you can prove all those three things, then you're granted access to the application. So on the one hand, we've got um, a mix of applications across the four different products views mm -hmm. and a mix of security and compliance tools across those same product tools. So, you know, you work with an organization to, um, uh, you know, to, to actually uh, tease out those particular requirements. So, um, yeah. Oh, great. And I mean, obviously this has a lot of different benefits at this particular time when people, you know, like myself are working from home um, during this disruptive period where people are still social distancing. Um, but is there a long-term value to this? I mean, when we sort of go back to, I guess, a version of normal and people start filtering back into their offices, do you still see a strong case for this product? Yeah, yeah. What will normal look like? Um, <laughs> I guess yeah. that's the question. Look, I think it's interesting because uh, I think it's been, I mean, you know, there's t lots of terrible things come out of this. Um, but, uh, you know, being an optimist, you have to look for some, some rays of sunshine. And I think one of the things that has been a revelation to businesses is um, how people can be just as efficient, and in some cases more so, um, by working remote from the office. So, you know, all indications at the moment seem to point to a permanent change. And um, I think it's just going to be a question of degree, really. Um, you know, I think uh, now businesses, you know, they realize that they can use, you know, modern workplace products like Teams um, in a safe and secure and compliant manner. Um, it, it, you know, it's been... Uh, forced on them really and I think a lot of businesses have, have, have looked at this and said well you know what why have we um, why have we procrastinated for so long over doing this you know um, I mean I'll give you an example I mean and it, it will this is this will be a really interesting thing to see what happens um, uh, obviously being a Microsoft uh, product manager as I, I, I have a relationship with the people there and I know them quite well so if I look at uh, Microsoft at Redmond in the US that's a huge campus and everybody's working remotely now the question you've got to ask yourself is if their if their business continues to perform um, 
there's a lot of empty real estate there, <laughs> you know, um, worth a hell of a lot of money. Um, so I think these things are going to have a, a lasting impact on the way business uh, performs and does business in the future. There's, there's no doubt about that. Right, excellent. Well, we're coming to the end now. Um, so I guess, is there anything that you wanted to say, any points you wanted to make about the modern workplace and yeah, I guess the future of the workplace, I guess, in general? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, continuing from that last theme, I, I think the promise of work anywhere, anytime, on any device uh, has now arrived. And uh, the concerns about security and compliance are, are now manageable. Um, that, that's pretty obvious. Um, I, I guess the other thing to mention is that, um, you know, companies that empower their workers with these uh, new modern workplace tools. Um, I think, you know, the, I think that, I think they will, will attract the more talented people. I think people will gravitate towards these kind of organizations that, that have these, um, these modern workplace tools that empower, you know, empower people to do more. I mean, we're already talking about things like the citizen developer where, uh, people in the organization that are subject matter experts uh, can develop low-code or no-code applications um, that really make a difference to their job. So, I, I, you know, I think this change is going to be a permanent one. Okay, well, thank you very much, Paul, for your time this morning. Um, I'm sure all our listeners will get a lot of value out of learning about the modern workplace. Well, thanks for your time, Kwame. appreciate it. This podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute and the music was produced by Rob Neary.